0: Business Tech Weekly podcast episode number 60. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is gsbn.tv. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. We're here each and every week to bring to you the latest and the greatest in the world of technology tools that help you and your small to medium-sized business to become more effective, more productive, efficient, profitable, whatever the case may be. We're here to bring it to you. Each week it sounds like that's rehearsed Hold you know
1: but it's sincere it is sincere. so what are you gonna do you know it is
0: so Andy Traub I want to tell you a couple weeks ago we started talking about a service that um, I wanted from a service that we've heard about and it was last past do you remember this I do can I give you my update please do I am now a premium Whoa. subscriber so, are you
1: going to return my calls now that you're a premium?
0: I am I a premium subscriber to both LastPass and Xmarks. Now, I only did the Xmarks things just because I told them I would if they stayed in business. So, right. uh, I didn't really need a premium subscription to Xmarks, but I went ahead and bundled it and combined it all up and gave them some extra money just to thank them for Xmarks because I love Xmarks and my business uh, is, is more efficient because my. Toolbar, my are my uh, all my bookmarks are synced be between all my browsers, so I love that. But uh, LastPass is something that we had talked about about password, um, you know, storage and management, protection yep. and management and all this other stuff. Well, my friend Robert Johnson is actually the person who convinced me that I should go ahead and try it out. And he mm-hmm. said, and, and it was funny because you and I had this entire conversation on Business Tech Weekly a couple episodes ago. And I said, man, I would love, you know, LastPass, if it would allow me to share my password with my virtual assistant, but not give her access to where she could ever see what my actual password is. And go. All right. So completely unrelated to that, my friend Rob had not listened to that episode. And he and I were talking about the fact that I'm working with a new virtual assistant he goes, you know what you need. And I'm like, what? He says, you need LastPass because here's what will happen. You actually have the ability to set, you know, to change all your passwords to these super highly encrypted passwords and and stuff like that. And then you could have your assistant have an account on LastPass and you can share your access to websites using your username and password with anybody you want to. But they'll 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 be able to actually have the form pre-fill in with the password, mm-hmm. but they won't know what password's actually being pre-filled into that form. Wow! And I'm like, like that, I, so you're telling me that's false? He goes, Yeah. He goes, Now you need to have a premium membership to be able to do that sharing of passwords, yeah. but the person who's receiving the shared information can be a free user. And he knows this because he has his wife set up with a free account, and he has the premium, and that's how they share access to all these passwords he goes you know what i don't even know what my gmail password is anymore <laughs> he goes it's one of those long encrypted things and if i ever need it i have my iphone and i can pull it up and i can see my password vault and stuff like this and right and you know he convinced me it's just a, over a little conversation to give it a shot now the thing is is i have not yet changed all my passwords yet and i uh, have not yet talked to my virtual assistant about installing lastpass on the system but it is something that I'm going to be going. I'm I am going to do. I am actually going Freeze. to start tightening down the security reins of all of my access, and and everything's going to get its own unique, encrypted, highly improbable to ever guess passwords. And <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. So last That's great man. Uh, and we're talking twelve bucks a year. Twelve dollars a year. And the other some other cool things that I learned just from talking with Rob. Now, by the way, my friend Robert Johnson, uh, he's currently been uh, sharing some co-hosting uh, on the About the Church podcast. So if you go over to atcpodcast.com, you can hear the most two recent episodes he and I had done together. But anyway, for what he does for a living, he's he started his own business where he works for secure... He does computer security and, uh, and computer maintenance for banks. So he's... I mean, he, he's really big into... Online security, right?
1: So he, he might know a thing or two about
0: security. Yeah, and so the fa- <laughs> so with the fact that he was so sold on this service, and he wow. says, "You know, I tried the whole one password thing," and he says, "You know, that's great if you're a Mac only person, but uh, you know, I like LastPass because it's just everywhere. It's, it's PC, Windows, doesn't matter. It's everywhere." And another thing he said that he was really excited about is that the you know it syncs. It has a copy of all your information on their servers. Right. All right. So that, and the reason why that's important, of course, is because, you know, all your browsers and the iPhone app and the iPad app and all these other things, they're all syncing to this service in the cloud. And okay. that's how you make sure that if you update your password on one area, it's it's updated everywhere. Well, the thing is, though, is that information is never stored on their servers in an un- unencrypted way. So the only place it's ever unencrypted is on your own local space. Okay. And it's encrypted by your one, your last password that you ever have to remember. Sweet. And so I did. I, I, I signed up for an account. I, I used my, my email address, and I created a new, unique password that is it is very highly secure. What and is it? exactly and um, so you know people aren't going to be able to guess what this password is nobody will be able to guess it but anytime I need to go and say oh I wish I knew what that one password was I can go I can log in with my my one key you know my one last password and I can actually sign into the vault and I can look up passwords I can store personal notes I can like put my kids social security numbers in there I can put all kinds of other wonderful stuff in there as well nice And uh, I did look, I could, I I saw that I could actually do, I think I could export a text file out if I want to. Uh, It it looks like, I think it was like a comma separated file and then I could probably open it up in a spreadsheet and and Mm -hmm. see a real easy to, to, you know, to sift through list of what Mm -hmm. my passwords are if I wanted to create a backup just in case. Anyway, I'm pretty excited about LastPass. And, um, I, I, it, it seems to me like I'm going to be able to have, um, my assistant sign in to a free account and, uh, I can just say, Hey, share this password, but don't, and and there's a little check Mark. It says, uh, share the password or give the password. And the two different options The share the password means they'll be able to use it to log into a web form. Mm -hmm. Give the password means that if they want, if they log in to their vault, they'll see it and they can actually make it to where they'll show what the password is. And so, if you, so you can either give, share it or give it. And by default, I think it was set to only share. And uh, you just want to make sure that when you're sharing those passwords that it happens that way. Now, after I actually get this implemented and I'm all secured up and everything like that, I'll give you another update in the future. But uh, I just want to say I'm very excited about LastPass and the fact that uh, I've got it installed on everything.
1: Are you? Could you do a uh, sort of a workflow or just a setup on that for um, the – I mean, I have a virtual assistant. I would love to have that same system in place. But the details of what you just talked through, um, would you either – I don't know if you could even do a screen share on it because there's passwords involved. <laughs> but just maybe the sharing settings. If you could do a post on that, that would be awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? I might be able to do something on that um when in some of my free time in the next few weeks but uh yeah. it will probably be the first week of January. Yeah, that's fine. Before I could get to it. But yeah, um it it, it and besides that I can create a fake account. Actually no because I'd have to have the actual premium account yeah. again to be able to do the sharing. But yeah, well, I, I can fi- No, I can actually do it because I can blur out passwords. Yes, you can. I'm cool like that. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. So anyway, yeah, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited about LastPass. It, it, yeah, it that's great. It's so funny because I was like, I, I, wish it did this. If it, if it did this, this would be awesome.
1: Well, and I, you know, I don't think we said it didn't. We just said not. we were not sure. Right. And it's great that it can, obviously. So. Exactly.
0: Sweet. Yep. All right. Wonderful. So what's next? Uh, let me take a look here. You got got a client to buy a Mac, a Mac for ScreenFlow <laughs> alone. Tell well, me about this.
1: I'm working with a client uh, about five hours away, uh, and uh, we're. I'm doing. I'm teaching him how to create tutorials for his business. They have an online uh, payroll service, which is phenomenal. Uh, but they're spending a lot of time doing customer service, doing go-to meeting stuff, when they could, you know, automate it by doing some really good tutorials. Um, they're still going to offer the in-person meetings, but. Uh, you know, if it's midnight and a customer has a question, you know, they need some tutorials. And I said, you know, um, really the solution for this is ScreenFlow. He said, well, we, we run all PCs here in the office. And I think they have like 10 employees. And he said, so, you know, I'll just download Camtasia and see what I think of it. And I said, well, that's fine. But I'm just going to tell you that my recommendation is ScreenFlow, uh, and a Mac and of which he had neither. So. Uh he over the weekend he's like, Yeah, I just decided we can't you know, I just really can't afford that for the business and he, he spent a weekend with Camtasia and um we'd started the consulting uh this week and or started last week and and then basically he came back and said, uh, okay, this isn't gonna work. Like yeah. I need I need to get him back. <laughs> so but he got it and you know, it, just like me. And this is, I think, why you got help. I got a Mac is everybody talks about how Macs are so intuitive and I think they're great, but is it is, it's, they're different. So there's this some frustrations he has because he just hasn't learned how to move around, yep. but he loves, loves, loves screen flow. Uh, I told him to go to the Mac store and go to the refurbished area. So he got a great refurbished Mac straight from them with the full warranty and everything. And, uh, you got a MacBook pro I think, and he just loves it. And it, it, it's amazing to me that a $99, piece of software could basically be the reason for a thousand dollar purchase. But again, for his business, um, it's going to pay off. I mean, he's going to save hundreds of man hours uh, a year that his employees would have been spending one-on-one with customers because he's got this computer and this program and I'm going to teach him how to strategically create these tutorials. Um, so that he's going to save a lot of time. So it, it really was not an expense. It was, you know, uh, probably a $1,100, $1,200 purchase in exchange for what could be, you know, and, and literally he said, this could replace uh, me, it could be the difference between me hiring another person and not hiring another person. Um, and so that that could be a thirty dollars or $40,000 savings in, in a given year for him and his business.
0: Yeah, it's, it's I mean, ScreenFlow really is that good. And yeah. and, then, and I'm not kidding about this. I mean, uh, there there's an there's another client I have. He is consistently running into issues with the way he does live streaming and uStream. And I'm like, dude, you need a Mac. Seriously, yeah. you, you need a Mac. CamTwist is the way to go, and and it's awesome. And and of course, you know, ScreenFlow would help you in producing show. You know, stuff on on your computer in ways. He goes, yeah, but I'm used to this Adobe Premiere or whatever the program he's using. I'm like, yeah, I know. I. It, trust me it, I mean do what works for you that, that's, that's yeah. my ultimate thing do whatever works for you but yeah uh,
1: it, yeah I, I agree and this, here's the fun thing is that he said um, you know as part of our training he said well can you just kind of get me up and going um, and make a I think I said I'll, I'll get you up and going because over the weekend I didn't have time to, to meet with him so I said I'll just make a quick tutorial on just real real quick and dirty ScreenFlow basics and so I, I made that put it out as a blog post andytrob.com slash screenflow and basically, I did seventeen minutes on just real quick through you know here's how you can add a music track here's how you can split a track here's how you can you know add this fade and that fade and this transition and this and that and um it it's just it's amazing to me when you give people the right solution that the the expense of it is really not it's really not an issue anymore you know. And I was thinking of our five-year, I say, our, sorry, your five-year anniversary, or GSPN's five-year anniversary. And um, you know I know that there's, ex- there's expenses or investments that you've uh, incurred over the years that have quite literally been the difference between probably success and failure, um, or just you know wasting six months um, of your time. It, those there's things that you've you've purchased, and that might be a microphone, it might be a laptop, it might be, you know, an iPad. It might you know, there's different things that that uh, I know that I've purchased for my business that took it from sort of uh, sputtering along to wow, I, this is, it, it wasn't an addition, it was a multiplier. You know what I mean to my to my business? Yeah, and that's what ScreenFlow is. <laughs> been for mine for sure.
0: Absolutely. Screen screen flow buying a twenty seven inch IMAC and buying a and having screen flow Mm -hmm. um literally is responsible for approximately thirty thousand dollars of income in two thousand ten for my business.
1: And the beauty of that, Cliff, is a lot of people say, well that's Cliff. Well that yeah, that is Cliff. But you could do fifty thousand, whoever you are listening. Or you know what, you could do two thousand. And even if that's the case, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a win. Or if it's a trade dollar for dollar, well, that's fine. Because here's the thing, Cliff. It's not like that's the only thing we use them for. No. <laughs> you know, that that's that's one thing we use them for and it helps us that much. Yeah, and it it, and then
0: also it might be Cliff, but here's the deal. I can tell you right now, that's thirty thousand dollars I would not have earned. Guaranteed, would not have earned Mm-hmm. had I not had a Mac and ScreenFlow because yeah. I can tell you right now I would not have wanted to produce video on a PC never I, I used the most I've ever done was Windows Movie Maker and and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it's just like PC is just not the way for me I, it, and screen and by the way uh, Bob's asking you know why is it better than Camtasia or Captivate and it simply is ScreenFlow ScreenFlow's ability and the way that it does post production it just gets out of the way the, pro, yeah, the program is not in the way at all.
1: Right. It's simplicity. It, it, uh, it does everything that you need to do. Not that you can do, but everything that you need to do when it comes to, to doing screen capturing.
0: And that's... Did you see uh, the video I did for the five-year celebration notice? I did. I, was, I, 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 I spent... Get this. I Hit spent me. three times as much time trying to type up an email... With the information that was in that video. I literally <laughs> yeah. I spent three times as much trying to draft an email for my mailing list. And I said, forget this. I just can't get this right. And I'm like, let me turn on my i I turned on my and iPhone. Go. Absolutely. And I just recorded my video of myself sitting in my studio mm-hmm. using the front facing camera of the iPhone. And and then I just pulled that video and brought it into um screen flow put it you know and of course if you look at it, it's on it's on my ch- chalkboard which has become a part of my brand these days mm-hmm. and I went on to to Photo and I grabbed a, a tv you know yeah. a flat screen yeah. TV look and i t- in photoshop i created uh that as a transparent image and i mm-hmm. set that over top of the video footage and it looks yeah. like i mean i did this amazing video where here i am coming through this TV screen on sure. you know it it it's it's a little cheesy but at the same time no, it, no. it it good, communicates good, good a little bit more this. it's a little bit more professional than just throwing out a youtube video just saying hey guys i'm sitting here with nothing right.
1: But the other part of it is ScreenFlow can just spit it out to YouTube if you want. If that's all you want, you know, I I have, if you go to, if you're my friend on Facebook, facebook.com slash Andy (laughs) Traub, I've done a bunch of videos, like four or five in the last four or five days of just my kids just being hilarious. They're just getting to the age where they're just saying really funny stuff. And I use ScreenFlow for that. Yeah. You know, so I don't use, you know, iMovie or whatever.
0: Yeah. I don't use iMovie. I don't use Final Cut Pro, Express, sure. Studio, any of that stuff. I don't use Adobe Premiere. I use all video editing that I'm doing, I'm doing through ScreenFlow.
1: Yeah. And, it, and it's great that it gets out of the way like that. So, uh, yeah. So, if, if, if folks, well, folks should be on your mailing list. If not, it's right at gspn.tv on the right side there. They can sign up and and uh, get information uh, from you regularly like that. Tell me again, though, uh, real specifically with the ScreenFlow, what, what, uh, what file type are you saving that as for well, it to be? Well, I do
0: wish I, that's the one request that I have for um, ScreenFlow, and I, I I should probably email them. I, I, yeah. I've actually got a pretty good relationship with them now. Yeah. But anyway, um, I wish that it came with the MP4 wrapper instead of the MOV wrapper, mm. or at least the option to to to, to just yeah. go straight to MP4. But right now, I am uh, I usually export this thing out as 1280 by 720p sized video. And I do that with the, um, the web high settings. And then I go and I, I beef up the audio well above the default. I think I do 192 kilobits per second, uh, oh. constant bit rate. And, and then I export it as, um, you know, it, it comes out as an MOV file. Yeah. So it's, a, it's it is a high def MOV file. And then I just upload that to YouTube. And then, of course, sometimes I'll upload to Vimeo. And, right and stuff like that or i
1: to your logo the one you know with with making it transparent what file type are you using for that
0: uh that was you, yeah the the little you mean the animated logo
1: yeah, or the—I mean, just the screen overlaps. I'm trying to think of the ones that you do. I remember, oh, those I remember.
0: are PNG files. If you see, a, if okay. like for example, um, if you play the video that's announcing my five-year anniversary at slash blog you see where the lower third kind of crawls in from the right-hand side.
1: Exactly, that's exactly what I'm talking about.
0: That is actually a seven. That is a twelve eighty by seven twenty p transparent image, and the sure. and basically everything is transparent except for that little section at the bottom. Gotcha. And what I do is I start the transition where it's off screen. And then Mm -hmm. I in in the post-production, I can add the little thing that says add video transition. And then I just scroll it to where I want it to go. And then I choose how long it takes to get there. Yep. And that's how you see that fluid movement. And then I just leave it there for as long as I want. And when I'm ready for it to leave, I add another transition, say move it off the screen. And and then I choose how long, you know, I, I drag it out to how long I want it to take to transition that off. Gotcha. And uh, there's one that pops in when I actually say the words 5 year anniversary." It kind of yep. drops from the sky. Yeah, yeah. That's just a transparent PNG file.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think that was the that's a that's another element. But here's the thing: once you do that, and I know you know this, but once you do that, you just create a a template, and yep. then all of your future videos can be like that. So yeah, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Didn't mean to talk about ScreenFlow that much, but no, it's it, uh, it, you know, it's good as far stuff. as I'm
0: concerned, LastPass, ScreenFlow, they're just that good. They're
1: just that good.
0: All right. What's um, Gawker?
1: Well, Gawker. I don't know what Gawker was until this week, but apparently they are a media company that runs a bunch of different blogs, including Lifehacker, which I read a lot of. But basically, their passwords got uh, for their 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 passwords for their commenting section got compromised, and it was a reminder uh, based on what, what I think they got like 188 thousand user passwords. Yeah. But what they did is after that. Somehow they got, literally, the passwords got out to where uh, a few different media outlets uh, sort of compiled those, and they said, here's the 13 most common passwords that people have out of that
0: 188,000. For public and, sites for commenting, I might yes, add. Yes. Why is it not loading for me? Is it loaded for you already? The Huffington article? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I had to redirect. I'm not quite sure why.
0: Yeah, let me, let me hit...
1: You can always just search for it, I
0: guess. Excellent. So, go ahead. So let, let's anyway, go through so the list. What are the, what are the most common ones?
1: We'll do the... Well, we'll do all the...
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I saw the <laughs> first one.
1: Uh, we'll go... No, we'll, we got to start at the top. Number 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And number 9, consumer. Number 8, monkey. Number 7, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1. Number 6, ABC, 1, 2, 3. Number 5, QWERTY, Q-U-E-R-T-Y. Number four life hack, again because it's for the one of the sites is Lifehacker. Number three, one two three four five six seven eight. Number two password, and the number one password is one two three four five six.
0: The number two com- most common pass. So basically, if you were to go in and try to sign in as any of the commenters that have previously commented on a Gawker site, yeah. Chances are, if you use the word password all in lowercase, you might be able to go in to their comment, log into their commenting system, and 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 leave a comment as somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, or if you had LastPass, you could actually create a really radically, totally different password than you'll never remember on your own, but but your LastPass could uh, remember it for you. There you go. And pretty it for you.
1: So it was a reminder way, to to um have better passwords.
0: Have better <laughs> passwords. It, it it's like a theme almost. You know, I, can I just say cuz you're I am going to gush about LastPass again. The other thing is is that LastPass has a browser for the iPad that you can use instead of Safari and and oh. basically yeah. And so basically you can you can browse through and and sign into all your sites and it actually uses their uh software to actually log into all your like secure banking and all this other stuff right from your browser.
1: I'm Googling LastPass tab browser and iPad on the iTunes app store.
0: I don't know if it has tabs, but it probably does.
1: It says last tab tab browser. There you go. Yeah. I'll put put that in the show notes.
0: I will do it right now. Sweet. All right. So Gmail contacts rewind. Tell me about this. I thought this
1: was interesting and here's why, because I went to one of my clients uh, on Tuesday. We have a consulting meeting for two hours every week. And she was like, Andy, you'd be a great person to ask about this. Uh, my Yahoo account has been hacked. And I went in and all of my contacts are gone and all of the email in my inbox is gone. And I was like, how can I help? She goes, what should I do? And I was like, well, um, uh, change, change your password. Change, change your password. And she's like, well, and I noticed this email has been added to my account. Just like Gmail, you have like your default reset email account outside of that main account. And it was like her email address. The, the reset one was like her other reset address, but it was off by one letter. So they deleted her original. Let's just say her name is Jenny Smith. So her original default uh, sort of outlet uh, email address, if Yahoo ever got messed up, was like Jenny Smith at AOL.com or something. Well, they changed it to like Jenny E. Smith at AOL.com, hoping that she would go in, reset her password. Thus, sending that reset password to them again. You know, they they know what they're doing. So I said, we've got to go in and you know and make a new default, and had her open a Gmail account. Da da da. But uh, later that uh, actually, right before I met with her, I said, you know, I, I hate to r- rub salt in the wound here, but Gmail actually just came out with this system where you can, uh, or this this option where you can rewind your contacts. And so they deleted all her contacts, and Gmail has this. They call it contacts rewind, I think. Or restore. And you can go 30 days back anywhere, uh, anywhere 30 days back and restore your contacts as they were. And frankly, I don't know uh, of a specific reason that I would use this. Um, I haven't come in a situation where I need to restore my contacts. But it's just another reason that I think uh, Gmail is an attractive alternative for people because it, it adds things that you might rarely use. But when you do need them, they will save your life because she has no, she's like, I've had that email account for over 10 years and I have no, they didn't do anything. They didn't get anything out of her folders, but they got all of her inbox. And she's like, yeah, like 2000 messages, you know, in her inbox. So those are gone and her contacts and they're just gone. And, and then they, they sent an email out from her account before they deleted all the contacts and basically said, I'm in England. I don't, I don't have any money. I need you to wire me money or whatever, you know? So she, it was a full, full fledged attack and it made me think, you know, yet another reason. Should I, should I just use Gmail? I went, yeah, you should. Yeah. So good luck with that. Very so, cool. Yeah, we'll have a link to that in the show notes. So So uh,
0: Contacts Rewind. That's what that is. All right. So yeah. um, Gmail is a hub for all communications. What's this one?
1: I thought this was great because I know that you, um, and, and I've played with it a little bit, but uh, you recently took it, um, the multiple inboxes leap yes. uh, as an option. And what this what this article um, does is, is this guy or gal who wrote it, but they went to this step by step how to make your Gmail account. And, and one of the main ways they do this is using the multiple inboxes feature. But it basically becomes a hub of your text messaging, your instant messaging, your Facebook updates, obviously your emails. But it does all these things uh, in inside of one window. And, it, and and I think the really key part is with the multiple inboxes, it lays it out in such a way that. It makes sense. You're not jumping back from screen to screen to screen. So it, it, uh, I don't know that it's the solve all, but every person who commented the article went, oh, okay, I got at least this one good idea out of it. So I don't know that I would use it for all of them, all the suggestions they have, but I, I definitely think you would benefit from reading the article because if there's one thing you could pull out of it, it would it would benefit. So like a lot of people said, I didn't know about the multiple inboxes. I didn't know about, because he talks about setting up filters and you know, rules and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, it's a combination of Google Voice and Facebook and, you know, all those uh, different settings that you can incorporate within your Gmail uh,
0: box. On the uh, multiple inboxes, I now use one, two, three, four, five inboxes. Nice. So I basically have my main inbox at the top. I have one called For Amy to Process, which Mm -hmm. basically anything that gets tagged with uh, the purple tag for Amy to process gets put mm-hmm. into that inbox. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually sent this up. It was originally for Andrea to process. And what I found is that Andrea, when she was done, she was actually doing what I would hope she would do, and that is to remove that tag so because it's done, right? But I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, how am I going to follow up? So I actually created an, another inbox called assigned follow-ups. Mm-hmm. So when, I, for example, if I send Amy an email, hey, Amy, will you do this, 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 and this for this client? And so after I send it, I view that sent message. I assign it the label for Amy to process. Mm-hmm. And I at the same time, I also assign it the label assigned follow-up mm-hmm. so that it gets two labels right off the bat. And so it shows up in both of those inboxes. Now, what happens is when Amy's done... She marks, she deletes the ta- the label for, for Amy to process, hmm. leaving it with just assigned follow-up. So now when I quickly look down at assigned follow-up and I see anything that has that label but not for Amy to process, that means I can actually just click on it, check, and confirm and verify that she did it exactly the way I wanted, and then nice. I remove the assigned follow-up off of it.
1: Nice. So it's like, go do this, and then when you see that label removed, you know, she's done it, but you can double-check.
0: Yes, it is. It is. It is. It's very cool. I like it.
1: Yeah, and that's
0: great. Oh, Um, and and by the way, I got rid of my feedback inbox. Remember, I had created uh, feedback as its own account. Mm -hmm. And what was going on is people were people are still emailing a lot of quote unquote emails there like in, you know, messages to me instead of just feedback for shows. So, um, you know, I was sometimes days and sometimes two or three weeks behind on responding to some of those people because even though I sent an autoresponder, they weren't resending their message to me. So Mm -hmm. I went ahead and deleted that account and I reset feedback at gspn.tv as a nickname to my main account. And and then I set up a filter that says any time that a message comes in to my inbox or it comes into here that is written to feedback at gspn.tv i want you to i want you to number one first and foremost i want you to archive the message so it doesn't hit my quote-unquote inbox number two i want you to immediately apply the label feedback Mm -hmm. and then of course i now have a separate inbox at the bottom that is for anything that has the label feedback and then when i get that i i when i'm ready to i look at that inbox and i start downloading the files and every time i finished one of those i'm I removed the label feedback nice so yeah
1: it's it's uh yeah i think it's it's profoundly changed the way that i handle my email with the filtering and labeling and uh it it's one of those wonderful things that once you set it up once if you do it right uh you you never realize how much time you really do save right (laughs) Uh, because you never waste the time again so it's great
0: all right, so what, the next story here, the most popular free, what, what's this, Windows? What is Windows?
1: <laughs> uh, it's another operating system. I, I'm just trying to be uh, somewhat fair.
0: It's funny. I'm looking at the best free, the, the most popular, the f- check this out, the most popular free Windows downloads of 2010. And the, let's see, the, the first, no, no, not the first one, the sec no, not the third screen capture is of a Mac OS X. <laughs> it's a Mac. Uh, let's see, Snow Transformation Pack allows your oh, there. You, check it out, Snow Transform. It allows you to make your Windows desktop desktop look like a Mac. Oh, there you go. There you well,
1: go. there you go. If you want to be a Mac, um, so yes, Cliff, I try to uh, help Windows folks and Mac folks. Well, I, I try like to the help
0: th- them too make the decision to buy <laughs> a, a Mac.
1: Right. Well, in the meantime. Um, while you're waiting for your Christmas money to come in, I, Life Hacker again a site that I love. Um, you can waste a tremendous amount of time there, but it has a, a great list that it compiles. Those are the articles I like the most, and it has the best free downloads for Mac as well as PC. Um, so I thought it'd be helpful for folks to.
0: Oh, they have one look. for Mac. You didn't. Sh- you didn't share that Mac. one. It's right. It's right above it. Oh, it? Oh, okay. It just wasn't hyperlinked. I got it.
1: Sorry, the hyperlink didn't happen there's the mac one that's why you were freaking out like i didn't i just put in a windows one no there's a there's a mac one and a pc of the first best free downloads of the year and i think actually the number one mac one is how to make your mac look like a pc i'm just kidding it's not
0: okay so the i'm looking here iphone explorer turns your iphone into a disk drive that's boring uh double twist adds the slickest wireless sync solution we've seen for android that's if you have a non-app and apple phone android notifier blah all right. Uh, let's see here. VLC brings yeah, that's weird. VLC brings hardware acceleration to and lighter operation to media playing. That one's a good one. VLC is really good. Yeah, they're un- unbelievable. Virtual Box beta. Okay, so basically that's so that you can run other operating systems. Uh, Kylo big screen TV optimized web browser. That's interesting. Uh, so for
1: watching TV on your Mac
0: make mkv rips of dvds and blu-rays with just two clicks hey that's interesting uh that sounds know, illegal it well it i have another
1: program for that
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's fair use i would assume so you can back it up I, I certainly if i if i i don't buy blu-ray i don't have a blu-ray player no, neither but was. if i had a blu-ray player and i had discs i certainly would want to back them up and store them just uh, just in case they get scratched sure uh not to share and seriously not to share them online Media oh. Rover is a push sync for your iTunes libraries. Okay, Hyperdoc brings window previews to other enhancements, and Wonderlist is a simple, elegant, free to-do app. Uh, yeah. Anyway, if
1: i had a nickel for every to-do app. I'd hey. be a billionaire,
0: no doubt. Hey, what are you using for to-do app this these days? What are you doing for your to-do lists?
1: Uh, I for my personal, non-client related. Um, I should say, if they're not specific to a uh, individual project, then I, an ongoing project with a client, I'm using my batch book. If it is actually part of an ongoing consulting, then I'm actually using Basecamp.
0: Okay, cool. I yeah. am. I'm just using. Just jumped
1: into Basecamp again this month because I had to. I just I did. I needed something for individual. I, I, I so had you're back
0: over to 37 Signals again. <laughs> I am. Dude, I'm surprised they didn't say, "Listen, dude, I'm sorry. You you, you sorry. left us." You left Except us in the they're cold. they're like, you know
1: what? Uh, you don't add any more work, and you just gave us 50 bucks. So, yeah. you know, we've got better things to do than trash you, Andy. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're too Baby, come calm. back. There, there, yeah, there too you can cannabis. blame
0: it all on me.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate at, least I knew, at least I knew what song you were singing by yeah. what you were singing versus like, I don't know what he's singing. But no, I... Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know we are here to entertain.
0: We are here to entertain not
1: just, not just to educate but to entertain and that my friend was entertaining.
0: Yes, hey, I am using Ma- mindmeister uh, mindmeister.com for my to-do list. I have the what? I have a bunch of different mind maps. You are nuts, dude. why?
1: I just didn't see that coming
0: Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> it it's it, it's great because hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> That was awesome. Oh, goodness gracious. Excuse me. So You ever anyway, watched
1: Third Rock from the Sun, that show? No. When it was out?
0: No. Oh, no. it was a
1: great show. Anyway, the, we're the very first episode, they're aliens that come to Earth in the form of humans. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the very first episode, the lady, she sneezes. And everybody goes, what was that? She goes, I don't know, but I want another one. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry I love sneezing. That's, anyway, go ahead.
0: That's funny. All right. So anyway, but yeah, I, I have... um. I have MindMeister, and I don't know if I can explain this adequately, but anyway, they, you can create a default uh, mind map, and of course, I have, you know, I have things like, things I want to talk, you know, things that I want in my new virtual assistant, you know, qualities that I want with my new virtual assistant. I sure. mind mapped that out. Uh, my show prep thing, you know, clips that I've got queued up for future shows for, for me to share, um, Smoky Mountain Blog. Uh, this is something that I've got cooking in the background here, and then I have my to-do list, and I have two different items for to-do. I have today and very soon, and they all fork off into these other things. And um, huh. now they have this thing, and I and I don't speak German, and so I have no <laughs> idea how to say this thing. That's where it, their company's from. Exactly. Different they're, they're It's my Geist, my Geist, Geistesplasts. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they've got this thing. It's called my guy. Ge- I'll just call it my Geist-a-Blaster or whatever. I have no idea. But anyway, I know what
1: you're talking about? Because I was like, I don't know how to say that either.
0: They so. have this. They have um, applications for the iPhone and, and matter of fact, they, I, if I hit my dashboard on my Mac, they've got the you know the Geist Splits is the name of the app for, or the d- dashboard app. Anyway, okay. it's this one little thing. It's got one little text form entry, and you can type in anything you want. Like for example. I have on here schedule next webinar exclamation point. So I type that in on my iPhone app, hit Mm -hmm. send and boom, it immediately puts it into this little section on my to-do list. And, and of course these are all, it's basically the my geisterblast, whatever they're called. Those are all uncategorized to-do items or something that I just came to my mind and I don't want to forget Mm-hmm. And it eventually makes it onto this mind map, and and it finds a place, and it helps me to stay organized. and And it's so funny because I when the whole idea of mind mapping, remember it first came up here on on uh, Business Tech Weekly, yeah. And I told you just how weird of a concept it was, and and I didn't like how the lines aren't straight and 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 stuff like that. But I will tell you what, I'm addicted to mind mapping now.
1: I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you like it. That uh, yeah, guides, bliss, widgets. Yeah, I have to re-explore that. It is. And they have the uh, extensions for your browser. I haven't looked at these in a long time. Yeah, there, there's a lot, but, there's a uh, lot I'm of using cool I'm using it again, yeah. that's for sure. Uh, and here's something I, saw I really appreciate about MindMeister. Um, for the referral link, um, they don't give you money, but they give you more months, premium months. Um, mm-hmm. And... Yeah, for every 10th person that signs up via one of your invitations. And the cool thing is uh, when you go share a mind map with someone, mm-hmm. they in general sign up for an account. I think they have to. And that counts towards your your premium month. So I've actually gotten probably 15 free months from all the people that I've invited over a series of time to to the mind maps. Yeah. So that's yeah, nice.
0: I just went in and paid for it. It wasn't that expensive. I, know
1: I paid for mine, but it was. I just keep getting these free months. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah.
0: But it it it's a great service and and it certainly helps me. You know anybody who's seen you know some of my recent uh, digital products and webinars, man, has it really radically changed the way that I can create and and outline one of those things?
1: Yeah, and I uh, uh, and I, I appreciate you telling me it was worth it to get the iPad app. I agree, it was worth it.
0: Yeah, it is. It is good. I, I didn't think that it would be good, but it is. It is. And, well,
1: and I'm just not used to paying seven bucks for an app. Um, You know, I'm just, I, they trained me to do the two and three dollars or one, you know, one and two dollars. But bottom line is it was worth it. See, so. I come,
0: see, here's the thing on these iPad and iPhone apps. I come from the days when, when you found a good application, you spend 40 or 50 bucks on them. You yeah. know, and, and then all of a sudden it's like $99 is all it costs for screen flow. You've got to be kidding me. And, right. and so when, when there's a totally awesome app that's going to help me, use a service that i'm already using like mindmaster mindmeister and it, it it's already proven its effectiveness in in my business and they're only asking for 8 or 9 bucks one time mhm and i'm like that's it's just a no-brainer but i totally would get it if you didn't already if you weren't already convinced of the service mhm you know but i mean i spent the money on on outliner and i think mindmeister is a ton better than outliner oh yeah ton yeah, it, better
1: it is in fact i i and there's a lot i know there's more, more support for it too to talk to the owner and such so it's good for what it does dollar for dollar i think MindMeister is a better investment
0: yeah i mean i'm i'm thinking about switching the you know the show notes preparation over to MindMeister, but i haven't quite <laughs> made that jump <laughs> i know i know i just switched it over well, to, what am
1: i gonna do say no you've got like 15 shows and i'm not gonna be like the, the holdout because you're like well
0: well we'll just take a have, hike rob <laughs> we'll we'll have a separate google doc just for me and you that's right that's right
1: let me go over my google doc candy <laughs> you can't use a service you already paid for no i you know it, it, it when you've made the switches cliff they've made sense yeah yeah I'm not Sure, that one makes sense. Yeah, you'd have to Talk me into that well, a the little thi- bit.
0: The so. thing, the thing is, is Google Docs is still. I, I actually went through the process of switching it all over and creating a MindMeister map using yeah. with it, and I'm like, you know, I still like how it looks better on on what uh, whatchamacallit call it. So I don't know. I don't know. It, it's good. I, I think I'll still probably end up staying changing it. We'll find <laughs> out. You never know.
1: We are at we are at your whim, which you know, whatever. That's fine. Uh,
0: so. Whatever. Uh, we we'll,
1: we'll uh, there's some loyalty. Out. I'm not hating on you. I'm just saying there's some loyalty.
0: I so. know. I know. All right. So so what else? Uh, you got some feedback from your free Gmail tutorial? Yeah, you, you know that?
1: I love this. Whenever anyone downloads uh, one of my tutorials, I get notification from E Junkie, and I try to send a note to say thanks for downloading that. Let me know if it helps. That's all. Yeah. Uh, try try to say something personal. I intentionally. Uh, try to not type everything grammatically correct, not grammatically, but like I'll double capitalize, like the first two letters or whatever, in part just because I want them, or I'll make a reference to a day because I want them to know like it was a human being typing, not an autoresponder.
0: Yeah, I do the same thing. I try to, actually, I've been trying to not respond the same day that they purchase, just so that they don't feel like it was an automated response.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, and I can see that. I respond usually the same day, but again, I try to or I'll say something about my kids or my fan, you know, something where it's like, oh, he actually, he actually is referencing right now. So, um, anyway, so here's right a picture before, of me
0: holding the newspaper as I type this. That's right. <laughs> See so, attached.
1: We landed on the moon. Sorry, dumb and line. Um, so I got some cool feedback from someone. That actually, you know, probably one out of ten people responded and say this is this is how it's helped. But anyway, I, I thought this was a good one. And again, as this re- relates to Business Type Weekly these free tutorials for me, um, part of my business plan is different than yours in that you're making um, a, lot, a large focus here of, your, of your, your business right now is making money from your tutorials. I'm using mine, the few that I've done as more lead creators for bigger consulting gigs. At some point that might switch. But um, anyway, it, it, was just, it was very encouraging. And I thought that uh, for those who are still on the fence of how Gmail can help, I think this was a good example. So uh, this person wrote, Jeff, just want to drop a line and say, thank you for the Gmail tutorial. I tried to download uh, so-and-so. Um, says, my inbox is so much more organized now. I have a nice, easy-navigate library of ideas and articles I've emailed to myself, filters to automate the organization. And this seems uh, too basic now, but I didn't know about archiving before the tutorial. He said, I went from 2,700 emails in my inbox to 33, archiving, filtering, and labeling. Now onto the Google Voice tutorial, so on and so forth. Um, And the reason that I love that is because it's not about, um, it's not so much about the tool as it's about the result. Like we don't love Mac because they look cooler. We love Mac because it makes our business better. And that's the point of Business Tech Weekly is we want to help make your business better. And that's what Google Apps does for me. It's what Gmail does for a lot of other people. That's what a Mac does for me, ScreenFlow, so on and so forth. So um, I think that the, the reason some people are fanboys is um, maybe the definition of that is bad, is that I'm a fanboy of Gmail, of Mac, things like that, because they get out of the way. They allow me to do my job better. They assist me in making more money and uh, working less hours so I can spend more time with my family. And I think that's a worthy goal for anybody.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm very glad for your friend, Jeff, who had gotten these videos from you and his business is, is going to be profitable because, or, or more productive by clearing out the email and uh, managing it in a, in a way that probably will help him communicate better with the, the folks he interacts with. Absolutely. Awesome stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, it's been a lot of fun. And, of course, uh, today, Andy, marks five years of our uh, podcasting here at gspn.tv. It was, uh, was – third. actually, I don't know what day of the week, but it was December sixteenth, two 2005 that I recorded my very first podcast episode. And uh, since then, I have either done myself or with folks like you and my wife and so many other wonderful people – over the last five years have produced more than 2,400 podcast episodes. And I just want to say, Andy, thank you, uh, for the most recent, uh, what are we at now? 90, 60, 60 episodes. Yeah. The 60 episodes that we've done together for business tech weekly certainly has helped, um, you know, add an additional flavor to what we do here at GSPN. And I just want to say thank you for, uh, being a part of uh, this community the way you have.
1: Well, it's, it's an honor and a privilege, and I do feel like God had a large part in bringing us together and helping us complement each other, and um, <laughs> it's fun to uh, talk about you and, and, and uh, other people say, have you ever met Cliff? And I go, no, I haven't, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I look forward to meeting you someday, by the way.
0: Yeah, we'll meet face-to-face one of these days, I'm sure of it. Hey, you know what? You should go on the cruise.
1: Uh, next year, I will be on the cruise.
0: So you're not going this year?
1: No, nope. kids well, are still kids are still a little too young. Gotcha. Got some. Uh, they they need their mom. I'll leave it at that. All uh, right, but uh, we will. It's in the plans for sure.
0: Gotcha. Well, Stephanie and I are going on the No More Mondays cruise. If you guys want more information about that, email me, Cliff at Ravenscraft dot org or Cliff at GSPN dot TV. Either way, I'm going on a cruise with Dan Miller. I am so excited about that.
1: I don't think it's going to suck.
0: No, it's not. <laughs>
1: It'll be great. Dan's a good friend of both of ours now, and it's uh, he just he's great at bringing around people that compliment him and his weaknesses, and uh, he he's just a he's just a great individual. And uh, it'll be I know you guys will have a great time with some other friends of mine that'll be on the cruise, and I look forward to joining you guys next year.
0: Be awesome. All right, well, folks, thank you for sticking around with us here for five years of gspn.tv podcasting this episode is going out into the free feed we just want to say if you want an episode of business tech weekly each and every week you can get that along with a free episode of all of our other shows every week just go over to gspn.tv slash plus for more information again that's gspn.tv slash plus until next time we encourage you to join the community thanks andy thanks